At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Or nice is my as my voice on my GPS tells me. <laughs> <laughs> so this is our first international edition of the Ozark Hour. Well, hey, might be the last. Might be the last. <laughs> might be, might well, be the last. Yeah. Uh, unless one of us goes to Canada, is that what you're saying? I don't know. Maybe we'll cut two tonight. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? I don't know. I mean, I've been doing some treacherous stuff here last few days five days six days i don't know oh tre- I, well well i'm just getting ready to tell you, you say treacherous and I, and i'm getting i'm looking out the storm we got a storm coming here in ohio and of course um you know i'm a big not i don't like i don't like trees and, and and flowers and stuff i like them everywhere else i just don't like to mess with them and of course christie's up with the, you know, Izzy getting her hair done. She calls me, hey, can you bring all the flower pots close to the house? I don't, I don't want them to get rained on. And, but every night she's got to go she's out. the water. Yeah. I go out and water them, but she don't want them to get rained on. I can't figure it out. She's and, well, then, she's and, then, and then what else we got going on is, and this, you'll like this. Izzy brought home five little pheasants. From right. The, uh, from the FFA. Guess how many are left? One. Uh, no, we got we got three left or two and a half. I, you know, they just don't. Uh, they didn't make it. You know, they're kind of. You have for them? You got something for them? Yeah, yeah, but I think she. I think they kept the heat lamp on them too long. The Whoa! First, the first couple days. 
Um, I went out there to, you know, I knew one had passed away, and I went out there to get it uh, a couple days ago, and it was flatter to pancake, man. It's it's amazing how no, there's nothing to those little chicks, you know. Now, I'll tell you like, about the fire I went to that that was caused by chicks under a heat lamp. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> how did that happen? Uh, you know, I don't know how we ended up going from the French Riviera. To, um, when I retired, I thought I was going to be an insurance person, and and I started doing some claim stuff, and they asked me to go to northern Minnesota to talk to this guy whose house burned down. But I got there, and actually the fire started in the garage, so I pulled in this old redneck place, pretty good I keep yawning for some reason. I didn't yawn all day. Now I got you on. Um, pretty good kid, but it's kind of a stupid redneck. And I said, well, how'd the fire start? And he said, well, my wife's chicks. I said, do what? And he, he had a detached garage, and he had built this little chicken house on the side and I, in a dog kennel with a, you know, they'd turned the old dog kennel into a chicken brooding yeah. facility. Okay. <laughs> In anticipation of some bad weather, they put a blue tarp around it and put a, put a um, heat lamp out there. Well, the fire marshals did this whole big deal investigation in it, and what happened is I guess some little chicks got his heat lamp was too low. They got stayed underneath there too long. They caught on fire. If you can imagine a tragedy of a little baby chick catching on fire. A bunch of little baby chicks. Yes, and they caught on fire, and they ran over to this old dog box that they had a bunch of straw in, caught that on fire, and caught the dog box on fire. Because everybody, they were in some kind of event, caught the blue tarp on fire, caught this detached garage where the wind was blowing, and and I mean, caught it on fire. And of course, the northern Minnesota kid, he had a couple snowmobiles and a couple four wheelers and about fifty gallon gas in there. And uh, <laughs> it ended up catching the house on fire, all because of chickens under a heat lamp. Now, isn't that some stuff? <laughs> so, uh, no, I hate the. I, <laughs> I, hate I don't even know. The demise of little baby chicks. You know, my brother's over here laughing. He's in the hotel with me. He's laughing. I don't think he ever heard a story. He's kind of chuckling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, little, baby chicks, like, little baby chicks would be like little embers. Like. Flying out of the kid. I guess, yeah, I guess that little tough, you know, that little soft, tuft hair. Probably woof. Didn't know. I mean, I'm sure they were all bunched up there. Once one went, it was, uh, you know, Daisy Chain Mall or, or, you know, a sympathetic detonation or whatever you want to call it. I don't know what they call it in the chicken fire chicken world, but. but uh, mm-hmm. no, I think they call it nuggets. I think they call them chicken nuggets. They, they were chicken nuggets and they got done. Burnt the whole thing down, you know, and. and, and uh-huh. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, Pollets, that's what they call the chicken here on the French Riviera, because I ate some yesterday. I had a few chickens. My brother ate chicken nuggets while I go at McDonald's. I got jet lag or something. We've just been going and going. It's so hot, and and the time zone screwed up. And mm-hmm. So so what um, what is it? Tell me about the French Riviera. I mean, what's what's been going? What's happening? I mean, now now you guarantee me this wasn't a, uh, a 
Griswold European vacation trip you were going on. No, so it wasn't because my kids, my kid, and his friends are too cool for us, so they left two old men, and we got in the rental car and drove over to Switzerland and then and Mont Blanc, the highest uh, thing in the Alps, and then came back down through. Ended up down here. We went today. We spent the day in Monaco at the Formula Two time trials. You know, this weekend, this weekend's a big race for F, uh, Formula One race. If you're a race fan, and um, you know, there's no race tracking. Ohio, where do they race down there? Oh, they there's a there's a track in Lexington, Mid Ohio. They have a uh, they have a professional. Um, what what is the uh, street race? NASCAR? Or, oh, street no, race? Not, I don't know. It's not. Uh, like an, it's an IndyCar. Like a road race, IndyCar. Road, yeah. yeah, it's an IndyCar road race. I mean, it's big yep. time. Yeah. yeah, it's late. August. Yeah. So, so anyway, we Paul Newman, Tom Cruise, Walter Payton. Yeah, those guys used to race. Oh so, yeah, we. Uh, we uh, spent the day at the racetrack. I don't even know where the time goes over here, you know. And then we ended up swimming out there in the ocean in the Mediterranean Sea. That's where I was at tonight. Uh, both of us, we just kind of laughed. And then we walked up and down the villa or the the Rue, the whatever the Rue means street over here in French Rue something. And uh, we ended up going to McDonald's of all places. We were walking around in all these ritzy restaurants down there. They're putting on the Ritz, and we finally just decided to walk back to the hotel that had McDonald's across the street. So, uh, so how is McDonald's in in the French Riviera? Well, in some ways, it's disorganized. Now, my brother claims to think that he said he wishes the one back home would work as fast as these kids do. They won't talk to you. You got to use the kiosk to order everything. You know how they got really? this chaos? Yeah, so you can't go over there. Plus, there's a language barrier with us, but they're just they're just the rule followers over here. So once they tell you to use the freaking chaos, that's what they mean. The people, the population, rule followers. You know. So, but I, there was a big line of people outside and cars outside, and there was just a bunch of hoodlums and people. I guess it's like a it's a big deal. I guess to do American fast food over here. You know. Really. Yep. Why? Well, that just sounds terrible. Is there? It any, is. Is, is there? Is there any? Uh, is there any different kind of food? You mean at McDonald's? Yeah. That, well, the I mean, Coke. There, your your soft drinks are smaller, so if you get a large, it's like a medium back in the states, and there's no ice. I heard. I've heard that there's no ice in Europe. And uh, you, sometimes you can ask for it. You know, I was telling a story the other day. I guess to my brother. There was a place I had come here. I spent a lot of time here in the summer, 2015 or 16. I don't remember which now, but in the summer, and I used to eat lunch at the same place um, near the Eiffel Tower, and I would go there and get a steak and fries, just like a you know what they call it, uh, steak and fries. It was like a little strip steak, you know, not a big T-bone. It's like a New York strip, and then fries. And I'd ask for a big Coke. And then the guy, the first time you, and you pay for it. And I said, yeah, I'll pay for it. And I said, he said, you want ice? I said, yes. And he said, you're going to pay for it. And I said, of course. My large Coke with ice. And it was like an American, like a 32-ounce Coke, right? Yeah. My 32-ounce Coke with ice costs more than my steak and fries. Are you serious? That's a fact, Jack. Mm-hmm. Holy smoke. And I, <laughs> huh? <laughs> So ice is a real commodity over there. 
Yeah. So if you want it, you got to order. Hey, I'll tell you what else is an extra is condiments like uh, barbecue sauce for chicken nuggets or ketchup for your fries. That's extra stuff too. So do, do but, they actually do they actually call them French fries? Uh, yeah, but it's spelled different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, did you did, did you have you gone back to have you gone back to any place uh, that you visited before? Like like you said, you used to go to a restaurant, go back in and see if anybody recognized you. You know, I was going to go the other day because you know it's funny you say that because I went eight. Out of nine Saturdays in a row and ate there and ate the same thing in the same place. Because that's what kind of person I am. And me and my brother were talking about going the other, the other day, but the party was Sunday in Paris and it was so busy. We ended up going down the street to another place. Uh huh. So, so um, what else you got planned for the French Riviera? I don't know. I don't know. Well, see, the, the, there'll be about 200,000, 300,000 people coming here starting tomorrow afternoon. So what's, how's that throw a kink to your plans? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's, uh, that means I'd be leaving. So that's what we decided we were going to do. I think my brother wanted to stay one more day, but we've decided we're just going to take off tomorrow and just decide where we're going to go afterwards. You guys didn't have this, like, pre-planned you're just kind of winging it i had a whole big thing planned and it just the wheels came off you know midway uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh so that does that does sound a little griswoldish yeah well sort of i just you know we end, i really want to end up in spain by today or tomorrow and it ain't gonna happen and you know my what my kids don't want to do what i want to do you know what exactly what exactly do they want to do i don't know they were you know i didn't see them all day <laughs> they just took off and they just i haven't seen them since 10 o'clock last night was that 10 o'clock now no, two, two o'clock in the morning i'm sorry two o'clock are you sure they're still there well they're texting me they have the phone so <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. I told them to be ready by ten o'clock in the morning. What? <laughs> just you know, what if somebody's got their phone and text and texting you as that? Well, hold on. He's, he's going to be he's eighteen. He's going to be nineteen here in a month. So it's not like I'm letting the infant walk around. You know, he might act like an infant, but he's certainly but who's not. With, who's with him? Just he's with the guy. He went guy from high school. No, no, my God, oh, no! Okay. I've never my daughter. Another a kid, another I, senior, I, another American, you know, two high school seniors. That's what they be, would be. Okay. But, see, you know, see, you're saying, hold on a second. thinking like your little, your well, they are my son. kids. Hold your on a second. Son. No, my younger son, they sent me a message while ago. He has taken the blade off my tractor and pulled it in my garage and is working on it because it's raining because he's wanting to blade the driveway when rain stops because there's a big rut in the driveway. So he's been in the farm. Probably gonna burn my house down working on a track. I don't know how you got it in the garage. My garage is full of stuff. Um, I got three four wheelers, John Deere riding tractor, a power washer. A, you know, I can keep going on and on all the junk in my garage. One of my garage door springs broke the day my brother found my other brother dead. I was on a ladder fixing. It. I've never fixed it because the three I've gotten three different springs and none of them are right because manufacturing this country is what the hell. 
I can't get the exact one. So every all all this all this motorsports paraphernalia has to go through one garage door. Well, I was saying that's you know your younger son's taking the initiative to do something. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And, if so he burn, and if he burns the house down working on a tractor, that's better than a bunch of chicks catching on fire. Well, you know, oh, the you saving know. grace is, although I do not have a fire hydrant by my house, I have a giant swimming pool that they can put their faux hose in it to, to, to draw it out if they're smart enough to bring the, the pump truck. Well, you wait till I tell Christy that story when she gets home. She, she'll she be afraid to turn that heat lamp on those pheasants. <laughs> yeah, you got to have it up. First of all, it's not that hot there, is it? What do you mean? No. No, I mean, not cool. I mean, it's it's in the seventies or whatever. But I mean, it's, well, don't you bring them in the garage or the house or something and let them warm up? Just leave them room temperature with no heat light. Oh, they're in the garage. They haven't been outside yet. Go to tractor supply and get a couple of chicks or something with them. Oh gosh, look, I'm not trying to become old McDonald. I'm just we're gonna just let them get big enough and then we're gonna put them in the uh, the the pasture back here that's protected oh my gosh they're probably not gonna live then there's wolves and stuff we're gonna get them they have wolves where do you think we're well they're gonna them hey them foxes are gonna feel like wolves for the little chicks when you let them out you know the little chick is gonna think it's a freaking wolf as it's getting devoured by them a jack russell looks like a a damn moftodon for christ's sake to a little baby chicken we're not letting them out next week well, Plus raccoons are going to kill them. I, you know, can you even do that? You know, I don't even want to mention it because I hate the government, especially the game warden. But I don't think you can raise wildlife to re- release the wild, can you? I don't know, but we're we're gonna we have the this land the field behind us. We 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 it's in a conservation program, so it's full. Oh, of, there's fe- there's pheasants back there anyway. So we're just going to... You know, we're pheasant hunting? How come you're not pheasant hunting? How come you haven't invited me pheasant hunting then? Well, because they're like pets, man. I, I don't, you know, I mean, I mean, <laughs> shooting, shooting cats is one thing, but I mean, shooting pheasants, I mean, come on. Well, yeah, don't say that. You're going to get us canceled because I got a couple cat stories. Gee, man, Christmas. <laughs> Did I ever tell you about the Rhode Island Red I shot with my 243 one time? I know you're not a gun guy, but the gun guy's on here. No, I have not. Somebody was telling something the other day. They were talking about something killing chicken in in a catastrophic way. And I said, you know, I chimed in. It was on Twitter. They didn't get, you know, I'm just failing at the social media thing that you've set me out to do because I I say stuff and I get almost zero likes, dislikes, anything, right? So I'm just not very good at it or they can't process what I'm saying. So, anyway, I shot a Rhode Island Red one time, and and it was under under stressful conditions, and and it exploded. Never killed another chicken since. <laughs> because there's nothing to them. There's nothing to those chickens. <laughs> I don't know. My my tractor great. My tractor boy, when my the boy that works on tractors, old McDonald, he wants me to have some chickens. He wants a hog. He wants all the stuff on my land, and you know. I don't know, but then I come over here in Europe, and these guys will have six or eight acres, and they'll have a three of everything on it. it. Looks like Noah's Ark with grass. 
<laughs> hey, now I'm looking. <clears throat> I'm looking at your Twitter feed right now, and if all if all our listeners want to go see some, there's some good pictures. My new little, yeah, my new Twitter feed, the, the yeah. right one. The Ozark, your Ozark Howler. Yeah. Did, you, did, I, why, did I put some from Monaco on there today? I don't remember. Um, there's uh, I think I found the haunted house. If there's a Sasquatch, he is up there somewhere. So you, just you know, I'm telling you what. Well, I didn't put anything today. Oh, they must have went to my other ones. But, but I'm telling you, I see more castles and more. If there's, if there is a go, if there's a Sasquatch, he's over here. That's all <laughs> I got to say because. Uh, uh, there's a castle or uh, or something on every tall hill for a hundred miles. I term I put the term castle into my iPhone, and um, there was fifty five of them within I think twenty miles of where I was at. Really? Yep. It looks yep. beautiful in the Alps. I will have to say that. Were you looking at something I posted? Yeah. Well, here I'm gonna. Yeah, I don't know if that's a good one. I'll, I'll come up with something here. I'm gonna put one on here right now, real time. Real time, yeah. real time. Yeah, it's real time. You ought to see the boat. Some of the boats over here. You know, I'm gonna send you a picture of a bunch of boats in line. There's not a John boat or bass boat in the mess. I don't know what these people. <laughs> so there's no fishing on the French Riviera. I don't know. They fish for a lot of stuff. You know. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Isn't uh, isn't there isn't there like a famous casinos or something? Monte Carlo, yeah. Are you guys you guys gonna try your luck at that? You know, hold on, I'm trying to word this. By the way, did you see Ray Liotta died. 
yeah, hey, what, what, I just, you know, my brother said something earlier about how old he was. I didn't realize he died. Yeah, he died in his sleep, said he was filming a uh, movie down uh-huh. in the Dom- Dominican Republic or something. What's that? Is that after he took the fentanyl with Jack Daniels or? No, I don't know. <laughs> uh, well, I was, uh, I didn't, I didn't realize how bad his plastic surgery was. Well, my brother said, I don't think he looked like that. And I see he's getting old, but no, was his plastic some, surgery that bad, bad or? He had some bad, bad plastic surgery to his eyes. Uh, his, uh, to his eyes? What do you mean? Like his like, eyelids are more puffy or what? Like, uh, well, I was told by, uh, by the gentleman that, you know, Phil, it's going to, uh, putting up, he said, if you look, he goes, he had some really bad eye, uh, surgery, you know, plastic that he can't or even hardly close his eyes. So it makes his, I guess you get something done that makes your eyes look younger but then he didn't get enough done to the rest of his face. So he'd have so been his eyes off. were young, but his old face I was guess. old. I guess. I guess. I don't. I don't know. I don't know anything about plastic surgery. I mean, come on. I mean, I, I'm not getting anything done. Well, why would you age gracefully? That's what I always say. All right. I'm so. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to age gracefully. Yeah, I'm just glad to age. So, so tell me, uh-huh. how long a how long a flight is it over there to to where you guys went? Um, it was I don't know how long was the flight? Seven hours from Minneapolis? Yeah, seven and a half. Seven and a half, maybe. That's it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how? I mean, Jesus Christ, they fly 500 miles an hour, 560 with an 80 knot tailwind. You're on 600 miles an hour. Six times seven is what? I'm not my math, 4,900 miles. Yeah, it ought to be faster, actually. So, uh, so we're looking at going to a wedding in September in Utah, and the flight's going to be six hours. Oh, I was going to take me six hours to go to Utah, and it took you seven hours to get to Europe. Well, because America's big, okay. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to tell you two things, <clears throat> maybe three, if I can remember. If Interstate 35 goes from Duluth, Minnesota to McAllen, Texas, it's longer from the Red River at the Oklahoma line to McAllen, Texas, at the Mexico border, than it is from the Red River. To Duluth, Minnesota. Really? Okay. Yep. And if you took Montana on its bottom right, southeast corner, flipped it over, and made that the northwest corner, it would go to where? John, Mexico? Amarillo, Texas. It'd go to Amarillo, Texas. So Montana, on its side turn, would go from Montana to Amarillo, Texas. Okay. You still there? Oh, yeah, I'm listening. I'm, I'm so amazed. the American West is so big that two people don't understand it, and one is forgiven. The Europeans don't realize how big America is, and they are forgiven. And the Eastern 
citizens of this country as well as a lot of urbanites do not realize the space in and and just just the space the distance that it takes to go places well, you now, know, now, I, now you got me scared. You, when I used to have to attend a meeting, I used to have to go attend a meeting in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and I lived in Omaha, Nebraska. And I had to tell a guy one day, I said, you realize when you tell me to go up there once a month for this meeting, that's like telling a guy from Boston he has to drive to Washington, D.C. once a month. And they said, no way. And I said, yes way, because... That was the same distance. <laughs> <laughs> well, I it's and of I course in, I, in great government in great government speak they say, well then why don't you fly? Not you don't you get out of this meeting, you just get to fly. Jeez. <laughs> oh, well, now you got me scared because I think we're going to fly into Salt Lake City. And then Christy's like, well, it's about, it'll be another, because we're going to Moab. Moab. Yeah. And uh, then we're going to have to drive three and a half, four hours. Now I'm wondering if it's really three and a half, four hours or, you know, if it's really going to be 12 hours. Well. It's bad enough I got to fly. I don't like flying. So I got to drive. Then I got to drive. So. Well. It's a place I've never know. been. Place I've never been though. I, I figure I'm gonna. They get married. She's gonna get married in the Moab. That's like a big wilderness. Listen, my my cousin's um, he's a fireman in Fort Wayne, Indiana. He's in his late thirties. This girl he's marrying, she's I think from Buffalo, and she's in her thirties. They they have great jobs, no kids. I don't think they're ha- gonna have kids. Money's no money's nothing to them. So they're going to have this wedding out somewhere cool. Well, crying out loud, half the family probably can't afford to go out there to the to the Maybe wedding. Maybe yeah, well. But this is, you know, uh, we were not going to the Outer Banks this year, so this is going to be our vacation. So, so I'm going to get to go someplace where the funnest thing to do for a couple of days is hike. So on my vacation later in the year, I'm going to leave a job where all I do is hike to go uh, do some more hiking. So I'm pretty excited. <laughs> well, you know, I guess it could be worse. Some people, well, I don't know what could be worse. <laughs> you know? I don't know. Well, so, when, are, when, uh, are you, when, are, when are you getting back then from the, uh, from the trip? I think Tuesday. Tuesday. Alright. Well, we had to dig out this last week, we had to dig out a a vest of the uh, Howler. And uh, I got, I found the one with. I found the one one with the story. The one guy was asking for it. It seemed seemed to go over pretty good. Well, you know, I was going to. Weren't we going to do one like Sunday? Yeah. We were going to do one. You didn't call me, or there was a time difference, or I don't know. Who knows? You know? Who knows? Right? Yeah, I, don't know. I Right. I don't know. And, hey, and the next one we do, I think we're going to have a guest. Who's it going to be? I'm going to leave it as a surprise for you. 
I talked well, to a guy. I talked to I talked to a listener, and uh, and uh, I think he's got some he's got some good stuff. So I think we're gonna have a guest on next time. So, well, there you have it. I'm trying and here, to. And here comes the rain. It's a good thing I moved those flower pots in because they might have got water for me. Well, I'm sitting here trying, trying to te- tweet, so I'm not ignoring my, my fan base here. I'm just trying to put some volume out there to get some reaction, right? <laughs> you know? Oh, I went man. to the, um, I got yelled at by somebody at the Swiss border. That's what I wanted to tell you about. Okay. We, 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 we crossed from France into Switzerland and it's like a, like a steel bridge. You would see, I might have one picture. I need to take too many pictures because I got ran off by a tattooed woman and <clears throat> We crossed this bridge, which is apparently the 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 border between Italy, Switzerland and France. A big steel bridge, and it's over a fairly wide, fast-running stream. Looks like a big south of southern Missouri trout stream. And right across in the middle of the street is like a board, an old Cold War era border crossing deal. But the arms have been taken off. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, I got you. And on the right side is this, um, like a two-story old government-looking building, kind of barracksy-looking, and a bunch of parking spaces, probably 15, 18 parking spaces across the front. So I just wheeled in there and pulled into an empty parking space. There's only, out of 18 parking spaces, there's only one car. And so there's like all these empty parking spaces. So I pulled in, and we got out, and we walked over this bridge. And as soon as I went to take a picture... My brother's walking behind me. He's wearing a blue shirt. He had crossed the bridge behind me and was taking a picture going downstream. I was taking my picture upstream. And this woman said something to me. Now, she's talking in, I assume, Swiss or French or Italian. I don't know what she's speaking, right? She ain't speaking English. That's all I know. And it startled me. I looked and I thought, first I thought it was my brother because she had a blue tank top on. I'm like, did my brother just go through some kind of metamorphosis or shift shape or whatever shape shift like an Indian do to a fat tattooed woman from Switzerland. <laughs> and I said, <laughs> no, I believe Spanish senorita. Cause that's the only thing I know. Right. I don't know Spanish. And she says, is that your car? And I said, well, so I mean, it's the rental cars company company's car. Sort of, sort of. Yeah. You need to move it. That's a private drive. And she was pretty crappy. I'll be honest with you. She was pretty, pretty crappy. And I just told my brother, he was talking about how there wasn't any fat people over here. And I told him, I said, because we ate in France, we'd ate in Paris earlier in the day, and maybe the day before, whatever. And and I said, you know, if they if you see fat people over here, like our age, they're not fat. But they're young, right? Or they're foreigners, one of the other, it seems. And she was young, and when she turned, you know, I ain't got nothing against fat people. Certainly not fat girls, okay? But she's in this muscle shirt, a husband beater, and 
she's just she's just just slovenly and she's got all these little you know in the jailhouse where they make them tattoos that are like little skinny black lines almost like ink pens black ink pens blue ink oh, pens yeah. draw you know what I mean? oh yeah yeah <laughs> and she's got both shoulder blades and her upper arms covered with these half-ass tattoos and she's preaching to me about that being a, a, a private drive the whole time i'm walking she's talking to me and do what, Jonathan? She's big as you. <laughs> well, my brother said she's as big as me. I don't know if she's quite that big, but she was pretty good size. And then I felt bad when I got over there. You know, I, part of me wants to say, you know, lady, you're such a badass. Your tactics are crap because the first thing you did was turn your back on me and start walking off. And, you know, if I was a real bad dude, I tossed her over the bridge. But I didn't. <laughs> And I thought over, and sure enough, there was a yellow line painted all the way across between the street, you know, between the fog line on the street and all these parking spots with the word P-R-I-V something. It, it looked like the, you know, the Latin word for private or whatever. So I guess I screwed up and drove over this private drive, whatever, with my little six-speed six speed clown car. And then she points over across the other side where all these cars are lined up, and she said, you can park on that side. And... My brother said, it doesn't matter. We done took our pictures. And we got that thing. I said, you should turn a U-turn and park over there. And he said, nah, let's go see some other shit. So we went up the road, and there was I had read where there was all this green. We were going to Geneva, Switzerland, right? And yeah. it said we couldn't bring our car in there unless we had this sticker that said what? What did the sticker say, Jonathan? Permit. We had to have a pollution permit or some kind of green energy scam. I don't know. And it said it in my rental documents. It said it two or three times before we got there. GPS. It said it on the GPS. It, it, you know, my GPS is telling me that I got to have this, you know, whatever. Right. So I just kept driving. I ignored it. I don't care. When we get up there and they got a freaking, now they had no checkpoint at the border, right? No checkpoint at the border, yet they got a checkpoint for my freaking pollution sticker. <laughs> and I pulled over. My brother says, what are you going to do? And I said, we're going to take this side street. And we got there. You know, we went from, I said, we're going to go back to France because we're in Switzerland by that time. And we circumvented, uh, you know, I don't know. We ended up just kind of skirting the border. I ate that stuff when I posted it to the, the, what was that thing? The Buffalo Grill. We went to this, they had a big old barn. Didn't you see that Buffalo Grill? Oh, yeah. I, mean, I saw it. Okay. I saw it. So they had this place set up to try to be like America. You know what I mean? <laughs> really? Yes. Didn't you see a big two-story like barn, like a yeah, Amish I barn? Saw, I saw that. And it was called Buffalo Grill. And you went in there and it had like John Wayne movie posters and Stuart Granger and all this cowboy wooden Indian. I, we were walking away to be seated right there by Kalijah. The wooden Indian was over there. You know what I mean? It was like they was trying. So then I thought if they found out we were Americans and that was our calories grace in their presence, they would comp us the meal, but it didn't work. And, <laughs> and uh, it was lovely. I mean, it was a nice place, right? You know, it was a good time, you know? 
it's, it's funny to go all the way over there and eat some place that's supposed to try to be like an American. Well, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was a good time. And then I don't remember. We ended up, we ended up, I don't remember where we ended up staying. Moth Lock, maybe. I think we continued on to the, I don't know if we could, I don't even know how we, we've been to so many places. And, and we've got so, we're in this, we're in this old hotel that we were, we were up on this bluff in Monaco because we were just going to drive by Monaco. I don't remember where we were going to stay. Got on Travelocity. I said, you think we should stay here? Got on Travelocity. I found this cheap hotel. And it looked kind of divey, but it was cheap. and It was close to the beach. So I said, okay. We took it, and we get down here. You know, I prepaid. I was worried about prepaying for it. I prepaid for it. And we wheel in here, and it's looking pretty seedy, I'll be honest with you. And uh, But we're right by the beach. And we go in there, and the dude jumps up to check us in. Looks like Edie Amin, you know, like the last king of Scotland, like Forrest Whitaker, but worse, you know. <laughs> you know, Forrest Whitaker's a badass Hollywood actor trying to look like a badass African. This dude looked like, I mean, he was a badass African standing there, you know what I mean? So he checks us in. We get up to our room, and it was our first. It has the best shower. It had, it's the only one we've had that had air conditioning. The first couple of nights we didn't have air conditioning for some reason because they don't have it. And the flat screen TV has the ability to be programmed to English to choose the language, you know, English to French. Before yeah. this, all their fancy hotels, they'd like disarm the TV or whatever where you were stuck with French. We were watching American TV in French and couldn't flip it back. Oh, gosh. Mm hmm. So. Don't always judge. We actually stayed an extra night. Don't judge a book by its cover just because it looks like a dive. It's got great, the best shower, great housekeeping. Do what? And you can't hear shit. Yeah, it's an old, like, 1950s poured concrete when, you know, like the walls, everything's poured concrete, so you can't hear nothing. You know, it's quiet. We walk down the beach. I mean, we're 500 yards to the beach, and, you know, he charged me to park, which kind of sucks because it didn't say nothing about that, but whatever. Mm -hmm. so tomorrow it's on the better things more places right well i can't wait to uh can't wait to hear how the rest of the trip goes. we're gonna try to go to a couple big ass castles here now i don't know I, these castles you just can't even imagine some of these castles over here i don't it took hundreds of years and and my brother well I, i'm not gonna say what my brother was saying because it might get us canceled but <laughs> god Okay. Well, take well, take take, pl take playing pictures. You might capture a ghost. Well, maybe, maybe. So we'll see. Well, we'll talk about it next week on the next one. All right. All right. Well, you guys, you guys get to bed. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the From the Shadows podcast. Until next time, never shy away from the darkness or what may be lurking in the shadows. We are out. <laughs>
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.